Welcome to the Productivity is Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Vardy, and I've got another... Th- Starting an online business or expanding your physical storefront online has never been easier thanks to Shopify. This global commerce platform supports you at every stage of your business journey. From launching your online shop to managing a million orders, Shopify is there to simplify and accelerate your growth. It's not just about selling products. Shopify helps you manage every aspect of your business with their all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system. But that's not all. Shopify helps you convert visitors into customers with the best converting checkout process on the internet, which performs up to 36% better than other platforms. And now a special offer for my listeners. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash timecrafting, all lowercase. Whether you're just starting out or looking to scale up, Shopify is the perfect partner for your business. Managing passwords can be a real headache, right? Think about it. Every website requires a new password. Each one needs to be unique, secure, and somehow memorable. But there's a better way. Welcome to the world of 1Password, where your entire company can generate strong, unique passwords, store them securely, and access them across any device without ever needing a reset. Imagine never having to click Forgot Password again. With 1Password's award-winning design, managing passwords becomes a breeze for you and your entire team. It's trusted by millions, including top companies like IBM and Slack. Here's the best part. My listeners can try 1Password for free for two weeks. Right now, get your free trial at onepasswordcom slash Productive Convo. Secure your passwords and simplify your online security with 1Password. Are you a small business owner struggling to find the right talent for your team? I've been there, and I know how challenging it can be. That's why I recommend LinkedIn Jobs. It's not just any job board. It's a community where you can find professionals who are the perfect fit for your business, many of whom aren't checking other job sites. In fact, 70% of LinkedIn users aren't visiting other leading job sites, making LinkedIn your best bet for finding top talent. With LinkedIn jobs, you can post your job and reach qualified candidates quickly. 86% of small businesses find a qualified candidate within 24 hours. And now... You can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash conversation. That's right, for free. Don't miss out on finding top talent. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash conversation today. Terms and conditions apply. Meal planning is important because it prevents us from being a disappointed wreck when dinner time comes around and we have no clue what to make or even if we have the ingredients to make the meal. It's a time and a money saver, but most importantly, it frees up valuable brain space. Creating a meal plan prepares us for the week to come and gives us peace of mind that we're organized and can feed ourselves and our family. That's why I do it, and that's why Plan to Eat helps me do it. Your subscription includes access to the Plan to Eat website and fully featured mobile apps on iOS and Android. And Plan to Eat gives you the tools to clip and organize recipes from any website, the ones your family loves and that fit your dietary preferences and needs. And you can create a meal plan around your schedule. Then what happens is the Plan to Eat software automatically creates an organized shopping list based on your plan. So sign up for your free trial at plantoeat.com slash timecrafting. That's plantoeat.com forward slash timecrafting. The coupon will be automatically applied to your account and can be used when you're ready to subscribe. It's valid for new customers only. Give Plan to Eat a try today. Three more things episode for you for this episode. I'm talking to Benjamin Spall on this edition. Of course, you can listen to our initial conversation. There's a link to that in the show notes, but I wanted you to 
have the opportunity to listen to the three more things that Benjamin and I talked about. So without further ado, here are three more things with Benjamin Spall here on the Productivity is Podcast. Benjamin Spall is sticking around to talk about three more things, but we may only get to two of them because I'm going to ask him a big question right out of the gate. You ready for this, Benjamin? I am ready. I'm a little nervous. What's your morning routine? (laughs) Right. Yeah. So even though, so I would say I'm kind of a, I'm not a morning person. I'm not an evening person. uh, I'm not a, you know, late riser. I I get up around 7.30 a.m., which as we we just discussed, actually, is kind of the exact average of when many people get up. Um, So yeah, I get up at around 7.30 and as I mentioned in the main episode, I try to keep uh, my morning as calm as possible. So often I'll come straight into the kitchen while my wife gets herself ready. And I will kind of slowly make breakfast while reading or checking Instagram. But I make a point of not checking my email or anything like that. And yeah, basically, we just try and have a nice calm breakfast and speak about the very, you know, speak about calm things. We try not to talk about the news, you know, because that's just a disaster. And um yeah, it's just a it's, it's a nice way to really, you know, sit down and like connect with my wife. And, um, you know, because some evenings we may be doing other things. So this may be the main time of the day we get together. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, she, she's very influential on what we eat. I have to say she gives well, we, we, we take like cod liver oil right now and like all this crazy stuff that she puts in my breakfast. But um, I, I'll make the basics of the breakfast and then she'll like add stuff to it. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's basically the morning is as calm as possible. Okay. Uh, now my next question is, what does your evening routine look like? Yeah. So yeah, again, I, I'd say it's, um, I'm very conscious cause I, I fall asleep. So, so even though I don't get up particularly early, I do, I still start to get tired pretty early in the evening. Um, and my wife does not at all. She's very much a late riser. You know, she would, she would happily get up at 9am most days if she didn't, you know, have to go to work. Um, so, um, I'm often, I'm often, you know, having to stay up longer than I would like to just to, you know, kind of have that little bit of time as well. Right. Um, but, but one thing we do and like, if, if people don't do this, they should, it's just, we don't, we don't have dimmer lights. So we just like keep lamps on and we try and keep the place as dark as possible, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I try and get as much done. And unfortunately, our kitchen doesn't have that. So I'm like in the bright light of my kitchen, uh, tidying everything up. Um, but that's definitely, we, we have a question about this in the book. And um, something that came up time and time again with interviewees, and I believe we actually write a short section on this, is the importance for many people of having a tidy, you know, a tidy home when you wake up. Yep. And particular, yeah, like particular parts of your home are more important. The most important, I would say, is the kitchen. Absolutely. I, that, that has to be like that throughout the day. I can't, I can't work if the. I mean, I work from home. If the kitchen is right, messy, right. I can't, I can't do it. I know, I know. Like, like right now, I'd say the kitchen's pretty clean, but um, it's it's certainly um, if it's you know if it's really messy, I'm just like I can't, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it's definitely it's like almost a a form of stress for me to have um, a messy kitchen as I go to bed, and it very rarely happens. And I even though like sleep is incredibly important to me. I will not sleep well if I have a very messy kitchen. So I just have to take that time, you know? So, so for me at the end of the night, like I will, yeah, I will prepare. Now what it's funny cause my kitchen, when I say messy, like it, what I'll do is clean it up and then I will get my coffee. Like I'll get everything ready so that when I show up in the morning, the only thing on the counter would be my AeroPress with my coffee. Or mm-hmm. something like that. Cause again, yeah. brain dead, totally brain yeah. dead. Um, no, that, that's nice. That, that Honestly, that sounds very calming to me. I love the sound of that. It, it, it's just great. Like, again, I wake up in the morning. I look down on the – like I have my clothes neatly folded on the ground. I know those <laughs> right. are the clothes I'm going to wear. I, um, how – what – how much of the, the time 
have you spent just looking at things like decision fatigue when it comes to routines? Because I know that that plays a big role. Um, mm-hmm. So when ta- the third thing I want to talk about is, is um, in, in your own life, what have you noticed since establishing some pretty solid routines and it comes to, when it comes to decision making for yourself? And then in, in the book, when you're talking to different people, how has decision making been impacted by them having routines, uh, mm-hmm. especially morning routines that really work for them? Yeah. So we, we write about uh, we have like a little cutout about decision fatigue in the book um, because we had a we had a free time U.S. Olympic gold medalist, Rebecca Sony. She we had her interview and she mentions it and she mentions decision fatigue, which I was a little surprised about, and a little happy about that. So we, we wrote about that. And I have to say. After doing the website for five years and working on this book for a year and a half at this point, it's I feel like you know making less decisions in the morning is something that I've naturally mm-hmm. been drawn towards. And like for example, even though you know I may have a small number like for breakfast, I may have like two things to choose between. And to be honest, I could probably even pare that down. But um, yeah, I, I really do not make that many decisions, especially in the morning anymore. Um, and I think, a, a, you know, a reason for that is, like I mentioned earlier, is throughout your day, you know, interviews, meetings, emails, you're making a lot of tiny decisions, many of them not as consequential as you think they are at the time. Um, but it really, that really affects your day. And I don't know what the research says about how many decisions you can effectively make a day. But we, we can continue to make decisions all day long, but they won't necessarily be the decisions that are in our best interest. And um, yeah, so that that has come up time again in the book, and like we we put this little cutout at one point in the book, but it's definitely mentioned throughout. And um, you know, we we mentioned the obvious examples: wearing particular suits every day or wearing a, a uniform, so to speak. Um, but it's definitely something that makes a big difference to your morning. And the less decisions you can make, the better. Benjamin, this has been great. I want to thank you for sticking around to talk about three more things. Yeah, it's great. Thanks very much, Mike. <laughs>